Hello and welcome to this special episode today. This is a Soul Bite. Now, if you're new to the Glojo, welcome. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and here is what a Soul Bite is. A Soul Bite is a shorter solo episode where I share musings from my soul to yours. And today I'm going to be getting real and a little raw, and I'm going to be sharing a personal experience that's been going on for me lately. I feel it's important for me to share this because life isn't always sunshine and lollipops. Oh, no, no. And it's easy to be positive when things are going well. And it's easy to have the conversations where we dip in and talk about some of the challenges we experience when we're not actually experiencing them. But I think that it's completely different to talk about something when you're on the other side or you're not experiencing it at the moment versus when you are in it and when you are going through it. And this experience is really real in the moment. So right now I'm definitely going through something and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I hope that by sharing this part of me and what's going on in my life and the perspective that I'm choosing to take serves you in a powerful way and that it helps you to see maybe something that's going on in your life in a different way or through a new lens. All right. So here's the topic that I want to talk about today. And then I'm going to share my personal experience that I'm going through right now and explain how this relates to the topic. This is based off of a famous Tony Robbins saying or quote. And basically he says that things and life don't happen to us. They happen for us. I'll say it again. Life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. Things don't happen to us. They happen for us. Now, this isn't word for word, but you get the idea. And so I think I find this so powerful because to me, this is a matter of perspective. It's a matter of how we choose to deal with something in any given situation. And I'm reminded of the Viktor Frankl quote that Again, not quote word for word, but he's the author of A Man's Search for Meaning. And he says that we, the only thing we have control over is how we respond to what goes on in the external. We have control over our internal domain. And so how can we start to shift our perspective? How can we start to show up in a powerful way that's really going to serve us versus giving our power away or letting external circumstances really take us over and control us and lead us down a path that might not be the best option for us or that's going to spiral? So going back to the two versus four, I will raise my hand and say, it is not always easy for me to be like, oh, yay, I see exactly how this is happening for me in any given moment. That is definitely not the case. And I'm remembering certain conversations that I've had with my friends over the years, whether it's coming from me or for them, from them, it's very much like he did this to me, or they did this to me, or they, she did this to me, or they took that from me. And it's very much pointing a finger, blaming, and really being in the victim mode. And that can be difficult to hear, especially if that's a place where you feel justified in being. And I know I've had times in my life where I feel justified in being there. I'm actually thinking of a professional relationship that I had. And I very much was in the victim mode with this person. And I would say, he did this, like, look what he's doing. I can't believe I let him do this to me. And I would be so angry and angry at myself because I was showing up in this way that really wasn't benefiting the situation or me. 
And so here's my thoughts on this. I think that when we show up in that place where we are very much in the it's happening to me mode, what good is it serving actually? Like, I'm really curious. What good is it serving? You know, I I know for me when I've showed up in that mode, I just get more upset and I feel crappier and I kind of will start to wallow and spiral versus finding a more productive way to take action to move forward. And so now let's take a look at the, if this is happening for me. And so I think that there can be a lot of liberation and freedom when we can eventually see what's happening for us, or even in the moment when we're able to see in the moment, like, oh, how is this happening for me? And thankfully, in my experience I'm going through right now that I'll tell you about, I've been able to find the silver lining and really see the good and how this is happening for me, even though it's difficult and uncomfortable. It is happening for me not to me. Here's the tricky thing with living in the for me mode and from a for me perspective or through the for me lens. Here's the tricky thing. When you choose to view life through the for me lens, you have to take responsibility. You have to be self-aware. And a lot of times that seeing something about yourself, that's maybe not necessarily the best that you want to see. You have to have a level of self-acceptance and you need to take responsibility because now instead of just blaming your circumstances and using it as an excuse to not do something in your life or to not experience something or to not insert whatever the heck that is, you are in the driver's seat. You're the one who has to be responsible because you're choosing to see this as a gift. And that can be confronting a lot of times when we actually start to realize that we have a lot more control over how we respond to things than we think. All right. So now I'm going to share about what's going on in my life right now and how I'm choosing to see this as something that's happening for me versus to me. So for the last week and a half, I have had extreme issues with screen time. And by that, I mean, I have not been able to be on my computer. I have not been able to be doing the work that I need to do. I have not been able to be productive. It has basically been a forced shutdown over here. Now, I've managed to do some things, but I really had to unplug. And the only way I can describe it, so I had a concussion before, and this does feel similar to some of the concussion symptoms I've experienced before. I don't know if that's exactly what's going on. I know they can take a long time to fully heal. But what I do know is that my body, it's not quite a full-on scream yet, but it's like very sternly talking to me and saying, hey, lady, wake up and listen to me. You need to chill the F out. You need to get off your computer. You need some time to decompress. And that's really scary. And that's really confronting because I run an online business and I have this podcast. These are things that require me to be online to do. So yeah, very confronting. And there's definitely been some fear there. And I haven't always dealt with it gracefully over the past week. But I will say that I am seeing the silver lining and I am seeing how this is happening for me and for my greater good instead of happening to me. And so here are some of the ways this is happening for me. First of all, I've realized that over the last year, year and a half, however long we've been in this pandemic, and I know it depends on where you live. Some places have been a lot more strict than others. Where I live, it's been pretty strict. And I think my coping mechanism to get through this time 
has been to work. And so I just kind of work all day and I'll work into the night. And now it's summertime and things are quote unquote opening back up and the world is seemingly, you know, returning to this new normal that we're trying to figure out right now. And in this, I'm realizing what, what, what is my life? Like, yeah, I see friends, but like, what are the hobbies? What are my passions? What are those things that I want to go do? I have some friends who have been so great at staying active and doing the things that really matter to them throughout the pandemic. And in some ways I have, because what I'm building and creating in my business and life, it does matter to me, but that's basically the only area of my life that's got attention. And I think that I've just created these really, I'll say unhealthy patterns of spending way too much time in front of my computer because I had all the time in the world. It's like, well, I'll do a little bit of work during the day and then maybe take a break, run some errands, and then I'll work at night. And oh, if I don't get it done during the day, I can do it at night. Not a problem. Well, now all of a sudden I'm being forced to be off of my computer a lot more. And so that means I'm being forced, I guess, to be more productive when I am on my computer. I'm going to have to find a way to be more productive. But then some of the other gifts, it's going to help me trim the fat and cut out the things that aren't important to me. What are the activities that I'm spending my time on that actually aren't aligned with my goals or my values or the vision of the life that I want to create? And the other thing is all of a sudden I have all of this time where I'm not watching Netflix, I'm minimizing the time on my phone, I'm not on my computer, and it's kind of that, now what? Chances are you're not experiencing the exact same thing I am, but maybe there's parts of what I'm sharing that resonates with you or that sounds familiar because our lives have really gone through this big change. And I know for me, before the pandemic, I used to travel a ton for work and because I loved it and for pleasure. And I had built this life of freedom and flexibility. And those were my main values. And I did it and I went hard. But here's the thing. I know that even before this pandemic happened, that life was, wasn't was aligned with who I was as much as it was aligned, let's say the 10 years before when I was gung-ho on creating it. I grew up, I changed, my values changed, but I continued living the same way out of habit um, because it was fun. And probably a lot of, you know, if I'm honest, I think I probably continued living that way because it was all I knew and I was scared not to. And it was a really, really easy excuse to not do the things that were important to me. And so now I'm in this place and I'm seeing that not being able to be on the screen and, and it's really hard to explain, but it almost is just like, I can't, it's like, I just go blank. Like I can't look at the computer. I get severe headaches, nausea, like maybe migraines, um, just severe brain fog. And it's really hard for me to take in what's actually there. And so it is this fairly intense experience. So with this going on, I have a lot more spare time. I have a lot more spare time to sit and to think, and this is really helping me to realize how out of balance I've been, and it's also helping me to realize the things that I truly value and that I do want to have a healthy relationship in my life and that I do want to you know, spend more time with my friends and that I do want to have hobbies and passions that are a part of my everyday life or regular life. And so it's definitely been 
I don't know if you would say a sobering experience, but it's definitely helped me wake up and to be more real and to be more honest with myself. And um, if you haven't listened to it already, I have a really, really great episode with Jeremy Goldberg. He's from at Long Distance Love Bombs on Instagram. And our episode is where we talk about self-sabotage and a ton of other things. And what Jeremy says is that it's really difficult for people to be honest with themselves and to tell the truth to ourselves. And I completely agree with this. I know that there have been so many times where I have not been honest to myself. And the only person it hurts when, well, it might hurt other people actually, but it's held me back from living the life that's true for me. And lately I am being a lot more honest with myself and I am having the difficult conversations that have been long overdue and it's painful and it's not always comfortable and it's not always like you get the reward right after you do the difficult thing. But I know that everything I'm going through right now and these new ahas and the new level of awareness that I've gained over this past week or so with with this challenge going on and for things that have happened before too leading up to this, I'm really getting clear on what's important to me. What do I value? What do I want to make time for in my life? And What is the quote unquote new life that I want to create moving forward from this point out? And I'm choosing to share this with you today because I want the Glojo podcast and the Glojo community to be a place where you can come and get nourished and to feel heard and to feel understood and to feel seen and to feel some connection and to feel like you're not alone in this crazy life that we all go through and we're usually surrounded by so many people and connected to so many people on all these devices, but can often be left feeling lonely, even despite all the connections. So I really want the Glojo to be a safe space for you and a space where you can cultivate more self-awareness and really get in tune with what that little voice inside is whispering to you and how you can start to listen to it more and nourish it more. So if you haven't connected with me already, make sure you connect with me at Leanne Kalal over on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Does it resonate? Is this a new concept? Have you heard this before? Like, how has this helped you? DM me, honestly, like I'd love to hear from you. So send me a DM, make sure you reach out. Let's connect. If you're not on my newsletter already, make sure you go to theglojo.com and get on my newsletter. It is a weekly newsletter where I share updates on the podcast, but a ton of other things that are going on. So make sure you go there. Lastly, who knows, maybe it's not lastly, but lastly, share this episode. If there's someone who came to mind while you were listening to this or someone you know who you think would really benefit from this message, please pass it on, pay it forward. It's totally free to share. And yeah, like, follow, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me. I know that time is a valuable commodity these days and it is often limited. So I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye for now.